0: Thank you, Jesus, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you come into this place right now, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that any witchcraft, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that anything that is on someone's mind, God, that's taking them off of Jesus, Lord. anything that's taken their focus off of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you cast it down right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that you're going to cast it down like a lightning. Is that my mic? Yes. That's your mic. Your mic maybe it needs to be Lord I thank you Lord that you're going to cast the thoughts down that are not of God like like lightning God and I thank you Lord that your son God if he just be the focus God we will not have any focus on anything else and we will not be self-centered in any way God I thank you Lord that you Lord let, let, let us look upon Jesus lest we get weary in our soul God let us look upon Jesus so that we can stay encouraged in the Lord not just be encouraged but stay encouraged God daily God I thank you Lord that this walk God is a walk where we have to carry our cross every day, God. And I thank you, Lord, that we carry the identity of Christ daily, God. That we carry uh, where He stands for us daily. That we carry the mediator, Lord. The uh, minding what He did, Lord, in our minds daily, God. And nothing else, God, but Christ and Him crucified, God. Destroy every doctrine, God. Destroy every focus, God. Destroy, destroy every focal point, Lord, that takes the focus off of Jesus, God. Let Jesus be exalted in, in our minds, Lord, so He can be exalted in our hearts, God. And let and destroy every other doctrine. Period. Yeah. In Jesus' yeah. mighty name. Yes. Amen. Yes. yes, So Shane's message was called Eat the Book. And my message is called The Fruits Reveal the Roots. The Fruits Reveal the Roots. Um, this is what... Well, I can't find the scripture, but I don't think I even took it down. But um, Jesus said, He said... A good tree produces good fruit. A bad tree produces bad fruit. I wanna. I'm. I'm just. I'm not. I don't mean to. I'm not dumbing this down to be funny or anything. I'm dumb. I'm just saying it like this because it seems like many in the church don't get it when Jesus says something. When he says a good tree produces good fruit and and good fruit only, that's what he says. Period. And when he says a bad tree produces bad fruit, that's it. That's the end. That's the end of the line. It's not. It's not. It's not this tree produces good fruit, but then he has bad fruit. No, no, no. There's no mix. How can you grab, Jesus says, how can you grab fruits of, of, from, from a bush of thorns? How can you grab uh, 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 berries from, from uh, how can you grab uh, uh, bad, bad branches from a, from a good tree? It's not possible. So what do we got going on? Because it seems like that's what we have in the church. It seems like we have a lot of people that are bearing Good fruit, but then they have not so good fruit. What's going on? The fact of the matter is, Paul, he says that we're wrestling against the spirit. We have, we have the spirit and we have the flesh. Okay, And these two wrestle together. But the problem is, because we're not so set on the knowledge of Christ, because guess what he says after that verse? And we've read it many times here. Guess what he says after? He says, But you have been set free from the flesh. How are you set free from the flesh? Not by your own righteousness, that's for sure. By abiding in Him. Because let me tell you something. There's many trees planted out there. But the only good tree, the only one, the only one that's bearing the good fruit is Christ Himself. And I'll tell you what, if you ever want to see good fruit uh, coming, uh, pouring out of you, it's only going to be Christ himself working in you. It's never going to be you doing it. And if it's you doing it, how can our boast be of God? Our boast, our, 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 I don't want to, I'm not going to use that word. I'm not going to use, yeah, I'm going to use this word. Our boast, meaning our glory, should be in him, in the spirit moving in our life. Not in any of our strength. But we see it all over. <laughs> So the question is why, why how, come, how come, you know, because this is the thing. The Bible says that it's called, it's called the fruits of the Spirit. It's called the fruits of the Spirit. Meaning only the Spirit can produce the fruits. You cannot do it. You cannot, you know, you know, you know what's a, you, wanna, you want me to tell you some hard truth here? You know what's a real, you know what's really, really ticks me off sometimes? When people say, oh God, teach me how to love. Teach me how to love God. What do you mean teach you how to love? He doesn't teach you, He gives it to you. It's a gift. The love of God pours out on you and it becomes natural. Paul was speaking and he said that, I wish to, to preach among you so that the, 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 the commandments, the, the, the law of God can be fulfilled in you and, become, and, become, and you to do them by nature. Not so that you can try to do the right thing. Not so that you can try to love. Not so that you can try to have peace. You can't do it. Only He can do it Supernaturally. Or else, if you do it somehow, by some program, then guess what? You're going to have pride in yourself. Well, I was able to have joy today because, you know, I kept myself from that and I didn't do that. And guess what? I don't see Jesus in any of that. I don't see Jesus in none of it. But see, God, what God is doing today, and He's, gonna, and he's been doing, and people haven't got it for years, and people still might not get it for some more years, is that He's destroying all and each and every one of our works. He's destroying each and every bit of our ability. He's destroying each and everything that we think we can walk this walk of God through our flesh. God said that he is pleased with no flesh. No flesh is pleasant in his sight. But yet, everybody is doing everything in their flesh in the church. Trying to please God. And you know, Jesus said to, the, to, the, to the one, one of the churches, I don't have time to go through right now, but one of the churches in, in Revelation, he said, he said, see that your works, they are not approved before me. He says, keep my works. Keep my works. What I did. Because when you focus on what I did, and your eyes are focused on me in all things, to justify, to, to, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? To, um, solidify your life before God, the Spirit of God will move in me to bring the real fruits of God. So here's the thing. When we focus on on any of our own being, all we'll produce is more more failure. When we're so focused on, when when sin presents itself, when we're so focused on ourselves to overcome it, guess what? You ain't going to overcome it, brother, sister. It ain't happening. And it never will happen. We have this idea that one day, will be perfect. We have this idea that one day we're going to arrive. Let me tell you something. None of us will ever arrive. Ever. Ever. None of us will ever, ever be perfect. But there's one man that is. And we're married to him. The church is going to arrive when they figure out that Jesus already arrived. And if we just (laughs) abide in Jesus rivals in him perfect perfection's in him righteousness is in him but the fact of the matter is we're trying to live Christ's life in our own through our own life it's not possible we have to be dead we have to be dead the message of the cross comes down to this one statement that Jesus made deny yourself pick up your cross that's what the message of the cross comes Deny the old you. Deny everything of your, power, of your power and strength. Pick up my cross. Pick up what I did. Pick up my, ident- my identity. Who you are is, 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 is who is, is what. I died as you on the cross. And now I rose again so that I can be your identity. But we're not getting that. Here's the problem. The re- reason why I go to all that, all that. I didn't even know I was going to even say that really. But the reason why I go to all that is to go to this state, to this right here. You know, this is what actually I heard in the spirit when I was praying today. Every single person, the ones that that talk about deliverance the most need the most deliverance. The ones that talk about the Sabbath the most are the ones that have the most trouble keeping it. The ones that talk about the Jewish holidays, the Jewish this and that are the most religious. Whatever your focus is, if it be outside of Christ there's no power to work to walk out what you're trying to walk out. There's no power because let me tell you something there's so many doctrines out there and they sound like they're of God they twist the scriptures so that you so that you can uh, so that what, what happens is you become obedient to something else, thinking that, still holding on to Christ, still holding on to the doctrine of Christ, but yet being obedient to something else and making the thing that you have still to no effect with the other thing you have. So let me give you an example. If I grow, if I grow, if I have a little yard, and if you know science, you know what I'm talking about. If I have a little yard, a little dirt patch, and I have bad, uh, uh, a, bad, uh, a bad plant on this side, and I have a good plant on this side, only one has to take over the other. They can't coexist. They cannot. Dead roots cannot exist, cannot, cannot um, exist with good roots. That's why when a plower, when they, they plow the ground, so they can get rid of all the deadness of the ground. But the fact of the matter is, what we have in the church is we have good roots planted. And then we have dead roots all around it still. Christ and Him crucified is the only root that produces all the fruit. But it's like, this cup right here is like, is is Christ and Him crucified. And that's a clean altar right there. But then we take, let's just put this little Israel doctrine here. You know, let's just, uh, I don't really got nothing else. Let's just put this, uh, you know, this, uh, uh, what other doctrines are out there? This, let's just put this doctrine of uh, of uh, traditions, these traditions here, and these uh, uh, self uh, and, and empowering things here. Let's just put these motivational things here. And guess what? This one root is sucked right out of. The, is is dead. It becomes dead with the, all rest the rest of them. It can't. It can It has to breathe on fertile ground. We have to we have to get rid this process that we go through is a process of grinding up everything else that is not of Christ. Everything else that is not the doctrine of Christ. See, what I want to get down to tonight is the fact that when the place we're trying to get to, the fullness of God, it's not something that we do by trying to trying to stop doing this or trying to do more of this. That's trying to conquer it in the flesh. Trying to do something in the natural realm more and trying to do something less in the natural realm or whatever the case may be. Trying to change the natural realm so you can change the spiritual realm does not work. You have to be washed within from God. So what is that entitled now? It all had, It all starts in your. It all starts here in your in your mind. What are you believing? Jesus said. He said. He said. What comes out of a man's mouth is what defiles him. So what you. So what you. What comes out of your mouth is what you believe, right? It says out of the out of the out of the uh, uh, out of the mouth, the heart speaks. Okay. So what, it, what is he saying? Our, what is he really saying? He's saying what we believe is either what makes us or breaks us. See, we have little things that come around, around the doctrine of Christ, and they choke it out. We think that we got to pray more. We think that we got to read the Bible more. I was just talking to someone yesterday or the other day, and they're all about reading their scriptures and every time I try to I try to I try to I try to, you know, uh, see see their walk in Christ, and every time I'm asking them if they're in Christ or whatever the case may be, they keep going back to the fact that they read all their all their chapters in their Bible. They keep going back to the fact that they did this and did that and they did they did this. They're trying to go to other things to solidify themselves. Man, cats and dogs out there. They're trying to go to they're trying to use other things to make themselves right with God. They can't, you cannot make yourself right with God in any other way besides what Jesus did on the cross. If it says that you are in right standing with God because of Christ, why do you keep adding to it? It says that any man that add to this word, let him be accursed. Any man, any add to what word? He's not talking about the Bible, folks. Jesus Christ is the Word. He's the Word. If you add to what He did, then you just make what He did to no effect. We have all these traditions that we think, if we just do this, if we just take our little communion, it'll make us right with God, and we'll make it. So what? So you're not believing what Jesus did at the cross for you? That He made you right with God? Because i tell you what, if that's the only thing that's planted in you, then that's what he... then he comes into you through the Holy Spirit and he produces the fruit. But when you're so focused on, your, on you taking your little communion, and I don't you know... if you're Catholic, you know what I'm talking about. Guess what it's doing? It's getting you to focus on you! And you're not dying to self! What is this Israel thing getting us to focus on? Us! It's getting us... The more we do this thing, the more we'll be blessed. The more we do this little Cedar Sabbath thing, we'll be blessed. Those things are to show us Christ. They're not to—they're not to bring us to a place where if we—if we do this, God will give us more blessings. Because when we do that, look what—look what it does. When we do that, we're so focused on my performance. What you focus on is what you produce. You know I used to be I used to be a part of uh, I used to do this I used to watch all these videos about deliverance I used to watch all these videos about deliverance And I used to be into this Little program about delivering people from demons And I saw demons come out I did But you know what Now that I look back at it I thought that I thought that, that the program that I was doing Was the key to deliverance Guess what? Let me tell you, it's not. The only thing that's that's the key to deliverance once and for all is the sun sets free, and who who the sun sets free is free indeed. That's the only thing that delivers us. Amen. I'll tell you what: you can cast out demons all you want; they'll never be truly delivered. If they don't, if they don't, if they don't obey the doctrine of Christ, they'll never be truly delivered. Because there's nothing good in us, and you're just casting out one demon out of thousands and you just come and sit there and sit there but Jesus said Jesus said in his own scriptures they come back if the house is empty they come back if I'm not filling the house with the cross they come back I'm not against I'm not against delivering demons that's that's what that's the those are the fruits of the gospel those casting out demons shows me that Christ is within you because it says the finger of God but I want to tell you there's no program like there's no Paul preached the doctrine of Christ, and 3,000 got delivered in one day. Do you think he touched all those people? I don't think so. He didn't touch, I don't even think he even touched one of them. He preached the gospel, and 3,000 got saved. 3,000! He probably didn't even have to touch anybody. This gospel of Christ, if it's in you, it, it, it carries deliverance. But see, when I was focused so much on that deliverance program that I was a part of, all I was focused on was demons. Shane can testify. I was going through this when actually we went to Jacksonville. And there was something going on, and there was this lady, she had a spirit. And the joy of the Lord is moving all through the whole congregation. And they're praying over people. Every single body, every single person on the team was praying for people. For those that were there, you know what I'm talking about. They were praying for people. And, and demons were coming out of people. He, there was healing. The whole place was filled with joy of the Lord, even though that, that the leader was a Jezebel. But I, I was praying for people and nothing was happening. I was so focused on demons. I was so focused on the spirits that it cut me off from the vine that produces the deliverance. The vine that produces life. So I'm I'm so focused on this lady's problem on this lady's spirit that I get guess what? If I had an opportunity to preach to her, I'd just be trying to cast out the demon the whole time and not give her the key to life that sets her free forever. You can get so wrapped up in stuff like that where it becomes your source of being of being right before God. Then you're trying to live in your own righteousness again. What these doctrines outside of the the doctrine of Christ produce is a righteousness of self. Anything I want to tell you that anything that gets you, and I and I don't want you guys to think I'm mad or anything. I'm doing this I'm doing this out of love. Okay. I used to come up I used to go up and preach places before before I came well yeah before I came to Hot and I'd be so worried about what I'm preaching and how what everybody thinks about it. I don't care what, I don't really, you know what, I love you guys, and I do care what you think, but I don't care what you think in the sense of what, it lifts me up. I care because I want to see you changed. I want to see you, I want to see you after, I want every time that me and Shane, me, Shane, Elaine, Marlene, uh, whoever preaches up here, what I want to see, I'm not satisfied by just a little, okay, I accept it. No, you, I've seen many people say yes and then go back and, and, and then go back and say no. What I want to see is the fruit be produced. I'm not satisfied with just a little preaching and just a little bit of this and just a little bit of that. But then there's no change outside of here. It's not satisfying and it's not encouraging. The doctrines that are outside of Christ, every doctrine outside of Christ gets you to focus on yourself. And I'll tell you what, if something is, and and thank God for hot, but if you go out there and you listen to many places outside of there, if they preach anything that doesn't get you focused on Jesus, you heard them. It's not the Word. It's not the Word. The whole book, the whole Bible, is a testimony of Christ. Front to back. Whole testimony about Christ. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Him. But where do these other doctrines come out? Because... We have a lack, you know, Elaine said, you know, there's such a lack of knowledge in the church and it's so true. But you know what God told me, too, when she was saying that? Because there's a lot of knowledge, actually, but not the, But there's a but what to, to, to even exemplify that even more. There's a lack of knowledge of God in the church. There's so much knowledge of everything else but God that they can't even see the knowledge of God. We have leaders out there that literally cannot, they cannot give you simple revelations of God. Simple revelations of Christ. Yet they profess it. They have a, you know, the Bible says they have a form of godliness, but they deny the power. Let me say it like this: they have a form of the doctrine of Christ, but deny the power. You can have, you can, you can even profess to believe Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Paul says it. He says that there, were many, there will be many that come to you and bring this doctrine of Christ, but they pervert it. It has another twist on it. You don't, think, you don't think that you can be in the doctrine of Christ? It's not once saved, always saved. Give me a break. He said, abide in me until the end. Jesus said this himself. Abide in. See, what we have to hold to in our heart is Jesus says, hold, hold, hold what I have done in your heart until the end. Guard it, he says. In Revelation, I, I, I don't got time to read the scriptures. I'm just, just moving fast here. He says, and this is in Revelation 3, 8, I believe. In one translation, I like what it says. I think it's the KJV. It says this, guard what I have done. Guard the doctrine of Christ. Guard it with all of your heart. You see, when we're, when, what we need to guard, when it says guard your heart, what, deeper than that, what we should really guard is the doctrine of Christ in our heart. And let, let nothing else take its place. Let it not fall from your lips, the doctrine of Christ. But let nothing else follow from those lips after you profess the doctrine of Christ. Let nothing come before it or after. Let, don't, even lift, don't even lift your sinful past over the cross of Christ. Your past sins are forgiven. See, what happens is when we get, when we get, when we get into these other doctrines that are out there, we get so focused on ourselves that our past lingers over our heads. So focused on ourselves that our mistakes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow bother us. But if your sins have truly been forgiven once and for all, why do you come to the throne of grace without boldness? It says go boldly to the throne of grace. Why? Because you've been granted forgiveness. We shouldn't be going to the, to the throne of God, and that's what that's what happens when you get when you get wrapped up in all these doctrines. Because you're wrapped up in because when you get wrapped up in all these doctrines, you get wrapped up so in your performance that when you mess up, you go for three days. Oh God, forgive me, have mercy on me. For what? does the cross of Christ mean nothing anymore? Move on. It's not about you. It's not about you. Just die a little. It's okay. Uh, Apart from Christ, we're we're no good. We're sinners. Apart from Christ. But now he's made us right. Your performance doesn't matter. His performance matters. But when you live in his performance, all you're conscious of is him. And this is how you overcome sin once and for all. Consciousness of Christ Continu- continually guess what there will be no consciousness of sin but when you're conscious of anything else other than Christ guess what you're, f- you're conscious, conscious of yourself and when you're conscious of self it produces sin because when you're in Christ he gratifies you when you're in self you look for something else to gratify you because he ain't going to gratify you in your prideful self we need to, this is the message this is really like I really feel strong about this <laughs> I never seen it before like this but we need to die we need to die. And dying to self is not, you know, we, dying to self is not just this statement here. Well, I just got to deny sin every day. No, dying to self, yes. But dying to self is much deeper than that. It's much deeper than that. It goes, it goes, it goes real deep into the ground. Amen. Dying to self <clears throat> is dying to your, your accolades, dying to your works, dying to, to your production of, of this godly life that he's meant, for, to, be, meant to be natural in your life. Dying to your own ability of trying to be right with God. Trying to you know what happens when you're always trying to be right with God? You never feel the pleasure of God for your life. You never feel you never feel a joy and peace. Because you're always trying to attain it. It's true. You cannot attain what Jesus has already attained. True. He's attained it already. Now <clears throat> love it. Now now receive it with gladness and have a joy and and, and live this life of, of Christ overcoming. With, he meant, for us joy. he meant for joy, peace, and righteousness in our life. But I'll tell you what, if you lack on those, it's because of self being, being exalted in your life. Self. You know where hidden agendas come from? Other doctrines. When people come into church. You know, Shane told me a story. I'm not going to mention name. Shane told me a story. Back in the day, these people came in. They wanted to promote this other, this 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 different, this uh, other doctrine they had about the Bible. People take just because, it, and let me just say this: just because it comes from the Bible, Bible doesn't mean it's of God. It doesn't mean it's of God. People take the Bible scriptures and they twist it and they make their own perception of the word. Amen. It's true. But they came in with their own agenda. They came in with their trying to promote their own gospel, their own thing. And they came up with hidden agendas, manip- trying to manipulate the service, trying to do this and that. Uh, Jezebel's manifesting. Why, did, why was Jezebel Jezebel? because she had a hidden agenda? Yeah. And where did a hidden agenda come from? Because of, of, what, of what she believed over what God believes. Yeah. When we need to what we are plowing in our life is every other thing that is outside of Christ that <coughs> can crucified. Paul says, I wish to know nothing among you except Christ and Him crucified. If you don't think think that you can be in Christ yet fall away from the the cross, let me tell you a story about a man named Barnabas. Okay? And I think a lot of us know this story. But Barnabas is preaching the cross. He's preaching Christ crucified with Paul. With Paul. He's preaching it with Paul. You know Paul the Apostle? He's preaching it with Paul. Don't forget that. And then what does he do? He sees the Pharisees. And then Barnabas says, well, he gets tempted. See, this is where Satan comes. Satan probably came to him and said, just like he did to Jesus, if you were really a son of God, you would sit over there with the Pharisees. That's the only way you can be right with God. Mm -hmm. And so, what happened? He went to go sit with the Pharisees to think that that would justify, to come back under the justification of the law. Out from Christ crucified just in one move, in one thought. And what does Paul says? Paul says, "Are you ridiculous, man? You're gonna go right back to the Pharisee. You're gonna you're gonna go back to justifying yourself by your by the by the law, by your works. What do you do? You think you're anything? You're trying to lift your. You see, when you come back under trying to justify yourself by your works, by your much work of, of of trying to do do right before God and think and think that you can produce right on your own apart from God. That's that's a whole a lot of pride. Because guess what?" Apart from Christ, you weren't created to do good. You're created to do good in the sense of God created you that way in Christ because he, because he, you ate we ate because Adam and Eve ate from the tree of life, right So they were in Christ already. He is life. He is the Word. So Christ was abode with Adam and Eve even in that, uh, back then. so they were because of, of Christ, they were living holy and righteous naturally. but because they came under the tree of good and evil and justified themselves by what they do, good or evil. What I do makes me right, or or doesn't, or, or, or changes what God says about me. And guess what? Then all they are focused on is themselves. Do you not? Do you see that? They came under their own. When you come under the law, when you come under your own works, all you're focused on is you, your performance, your 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 pride. That's all you're focused on. Yep. Amen. And what are you not focused on? Jesus. And Jesus is the only one that gives you the power. What you focus on is what comes up in your life. You go, you go to other doctrines. You can have Christ crucified, but you have traditions of man. Leavens the whole lump. You could be preaching Christ crucified all day, but yet have no power. Because why? Because you you still believing that if I do this, if I do that, if I do this, I'm going to accomplish what He did at the cross. I'm going to come on. We need to get over this, <coughs> Barnabas justified by God, trying to justify himself back again by his works. Paul rebuked them. This is what we have happening daily. People that are, are under Christ crucified and then they go to these other, they, go to, they end up going to the Messianic church with uh, Mr. Khan over there in New Jersey and they get on to the Messianic stuff. And they think that they have to wear a tallit now. They think that they have to wear a cap now. They think they have to... uh, Then they start coming... You you guys have seen it. One person came in here doing that. Trying to say that. We have to come back under the law. We have to do all of these rituals. Yet they couldn't see Christ in them anyway. So they try to do them. And they try to accomplish what was accomplished at the cross. But yet they believe the cross. You see how twisted that is? They try to accomplish what's been accomplished at the cross. Yet they believe the cross. That's a whole lot of leaven. Whole lot of love and that's why they have no power. That's why you see you go into all those churches. All of them are, are sick. Have have. I, I went to one church. All of them are, are coming in on crutches. They, they they say Jesus. They even sing Jesus heals us. Blah 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 blah. And they're coming in on crutches. They have all the all the, all these bandages. You know, like they're like what? So Christ crucified. Is that working out for you? No. Does it work? Yes. Do you work with Christ crucified? No. You bow to Christ crucified and nothing else. You bow to any other doctrine. Guess what? You're making you your own god. Amen. Amen. That's right. There's, a, there's such a doc- there's so many twisted doctrines, man. Like I was even I was even listening to this prayer group that chain was on there, and all they all they exalt is they 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 preach Christ crucified, but yet all they exalt is their their how humble they are, how humble they are, how broken they are. And, they, and that's just like their whole, whole gospel is how, is how broken can you get? Yes, that's the truth to, to a sense. But if your brokenness doesn't even attain, your brokenness attains something in the fact that that's the only way you'll be able to see Christ. But your brokenness cannot um, um, res- get you to receive what, what, what Christ bought. So what I'm saying is you have to be broken to see the kingdom of God. You have to, you have to uh, be poor in spirit to want righteousness. I mean, what does it say, the poor in spirit? What is it? See God. The poor in spirit see God. So yes, you have to be broken and, and, and contrite to see it. But to attain it... Or there is the kingdom of God. Oh, there, yeah, oh, the or there is the kingdom of God. Exactly. So yes, in that sense, because then you can have need for the cross. See, you brokenness gives you your, when you get broken, you have a need for Christ. But if you're not broken, you're like, oh, I don't need Christ. I got my own works. I got this little thing I'm doing here. I got this. Thing. I'm good. I don't need Christ." But see, we, that we need to be broken in the sense that we were, we're, we're broken enough to see to, to want Jesus. We're all here because we're all we've all been we've all been broken by the world. We've, we, we can't we couldn't last in the world. And that's why we're here, which we, and we want Jesus, because he's the only one that's perfect. Everybody's really broken out there, whether they say it or not. They're just covering it up with other stuff, with money or whatever the case may be. Okay? But these guys, they're like, yeah, we're broken, but it's like they received Christ, and they're still broken. He, did he fix you, or did he make you a new creation yet? No, it's still working on me. Why is He? Why is he still working on you? No, no, no. What the problem is, is... You need, to, you need to stop working on you and stop trying to make this whole puzzle piece and just take, the, take the, the knife and jab it in there. That's what you need to do. And you just need to end your spiritual, your spiritual ability altogether. You need to end it. You need to stop trying to think your brokenness and how, how much you boast about your humbleness and how, how, how you think, you know what I mean? Like, come on. That's not going to get you in right standing with God. It only helps you see God. Now receive what he did for you and have boldness before the throne. You see that stuff? It, it's a false humility. It that yet it denies your own image, but at the same time denies the image of God that He's given to you freely. So it's like they're not they're never righteous or holy in God's eyes ever. They have to they one day attain it, hopefully when God comes down magically and, and just and just transform them, boom, boom boom and then the boom. No. If that was the case, he would have took us now. But he's prepared us for a life of godliness and righteousness and holiness Amen. that can only be attained by him. <coughs> You know, they get so, and then, and then there's, there's another group, that they get so much, you know, we have to be, I want to tell you one thing. We have to be obedient to God. We have to. We have to be obedient to the Spirit. But we can never exalt our own obedience to the Spirit above the obedience to the cross. We can never, abo- uh, we can never exalt our own doing of God's will, well, what we think is God's will, above the obedience to the doctrine of Christ. There's many people, let me tell you, let me just give you an oversight real quick. There's, me, there's people in those churches that I'm talking about now. And they're trying to do diligently, just like we are, everything that God commands them to do. But they don't even believe, they're not even, they're not even living by the cross. So their doings are not producing anything. And you can see, they're mostly self-centered. So they come around this, they make their own doctrine of their own obedience to God. And it's probably other sp- religious spirits talking in their head and they think that, you know, because I've seen it. Like they come and they, and they say, oh, I'm just being obedient to God. No, oh, I'm just, no, it wasn't me. I'm just being obedient to God. Meanwhile, they just did the most vile thing before God. But they think they're being obedient to God. Your obedience doesn't result in God's, in God's um, um, uh, and doesn't result in right standing. Your obedience is because of your right standing with God. So true. When we are obedient to the doctrine of Christ, when we realize what he did for us, and we stay in just that and not anything else, we'll want to be obedient. Instead of not even having the cross because you don't, and then guess what? When you don't have, we don't have Christ, you don't have love. You don't want to, you don't, and then you come to this place where God's telling you to do this, this, and that, and you don't want to do it. If you love me, you will obey me. If you love me, you will obey me. Is that right? Is that ringing any bells? But the love doesn't come from our own affection of trying to uh, of of our own flesh. The love comes. He we love Him because He first loved us. That's the only way we can love God. But if we but see, we have people out there that don't know the love of God. They don't know it. They don't know that they first that what He truly did. They don't know truly know the love of God. They just made up a, a worldly love in their own sense. And then guess what? They try to go love others, and it's not natural, and it's all, and every, every time they think they're loving people, it's all really just uh, something they do just to get pleasure about their performance, or whatever the case may be. They, they, they help people, and they help the needy, and then they go to everybody else and say, look what I did, man. I just helped those people, man. God's supposed to be thinking I'm great, and blah, blah, blah. We do those things because... Because of, of, of... We give because, what, because he, He's given to us all things through Christ. Amen. We have everything that attains to heaven and godliness because of Christ. Amen. And we do everything because of that fact. Don't ever think that you're going to get anything from heaven through, you, through, you, through your doing. Your flesh cannot please God ever, ever, ever. And I'm out of order. Maybe that's the end of the message. Ever though Seriously The only one that God is pleased with Is in Christ And anybody who's in Christ He's pleased with them And you know what They're not gonna, And the ones that are really in Christ They're gonna walk out this walk Of Christ Because He's moving through them Supernaturally And they're not trying to get, They're not trying to Muster up faith And trying to muster up the, the, uh, the strength of God In their life You can't muster up strength To do what God only can do That's right too. Many people are trying to Muster up something That only can God gives you Naturally so I don't want to hold you too long. I think that's been a... That's, how long has that been? An hour? Oh. Yeah, it's probably been an hour, right? But this is what it comes down to, guys. What you do, what, what we need... This is actually what, what, what I really wanted to say at the end of the day, this last few statements. Let not our shortcomings, let not our, our falls discourage us. Let it encourage you to get, to get closer to the doctrine of Christ and, and look for and, and have the things that are not of Christ plowed out of you. because yeah. that's what it is. You cannot, you cannot try to do the things of God in your flesh. So what do we need to do to, to make the things of God manifest? We need to go back and we need to cut off the branches that we have added to the Word of God, that we have added to, to Christ. And we need to be more, we need to, we need to, we need to rest more in the doctrine of Christ and, 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 and let, let, and ask God to appeal more revelation to us about it and less and close our eyes to everything else, everything else, because I'm telling you everything else. If you want to truly die to yourself, die to, those, to all those other doctrines because all of it gets you to focus on you. Yeah, that's true. It all gets you to focus on you. And you cannot be focused on Christ and God. I mean, you cannot be focused on Christ and yourself at the same time. If your eye is single, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is only, if single on Christ, yes, you're going to walk out the will of God. The Spirit is going to come because He only moves on the Word of God, which is Christ. But if you're focused on Christ and you're focused on you at the same time, how great is that darkness? How great is that focus on yourself? Every bit, of, every, bit of, every bit of self-centeredness needs to die. And we do that, not only God can do it, but we need to be willing. And we need to realize that what's going on up here is what's going to be produced out here. So this right here is the, is the, is the grounds we need to plow up and we, need to, and we need to see with Christ. That's our work. Because I see too many people in the church. And we're all guilty of it. Too many people in the church. You know, I IHOP... I'm sorry. I don't mean to mention names, man. But you know, they've made this doctrine of prayer, and I, and I, and I. You know what? I'm not saying I'm not against them. I love what they, I love their arts for for the Lord. But I'm gonna tell you something. They get so about this about prayer that they make it. They put it over Christ. So instead of praying, instead, so they when they go in prayer, they're, all they're doing is trying to get their prayers to attain something that Christ has already bought. Instead of going into prayer and going confidently before the throne of God, because we know we have it because of Jesus, because we know we're in right standing because of Christ, so you go. You have people asking God for things that we already are supposed to have. We go. We have people that have lack of authority, just like Elaine was saying. They have lack of authority because they're not coming from the place of the, of the authority that was displayed for us on the cross, that was given to us freely at the cross, and they're so and they're so uh, about. They're, oh, they're, so, they're so about, like, God, you know, like, like, they don't come up there, like, really, really knowing they have power. They don't, you see what it is? They don't come, they come up there without faith, hoping that God will come down. But, but a real son of God, when, they, when, they're, stand, when they're sitting at the, at the feet of the cross, they come up there with boldness and faith like no other. Faith that is unwavering. They're not tossed to and fro. When they go up and pray, they pray confidently every time because they're not being pulled by this doctrine and this doctrine that gets them to focus on themselves and be discouraged. But when we're here in Christ, no matter what we do, we're always encouraged and we're always, we're always pressing forth. We're always pressing forth. And that's where we need to, when Christ, thanks buddy, when Christ, when Christ was standing there at the water, we need to not, we need to not be restless and try to look for every other thing to help us, look for a rope, look for this, look for that, look for this doctor and go to this person and go to that person for this guy, for this thing, and and this guy helped me, and that guy helped me, and this church help me, and that church helped me, and this body, no, we just need to stand there with Christ, we just need to stand there with him, and let, the, and let him just calm the waves himself, Amen. because only he can do it, amen. If any man has boasting, that's because things he believes is getting him focused on himself. That's what brings pride. If any man is prideful, which is boasting, the same word, let him evaluate what he believes. Because there's something in there where he's boasting on his own righteousness. That's where pride comes. That's the root of pride is when we boast on our own righteousness. And I'm talking in regards to the church. We, there are there so many people. He, Paul says, let me not find among you any righteousness of your own no righteousness of your own let me only find the righteousness of Christ being professed from your mouth let me only find the right standing with God among you and not find any righteousness or boast of you, of, of any of your doing he says i, I want to see the god i want to see the fruits of christ manifesting you i want to see all godliness godliness manifesting in you i want to he even says i want to prove you perfect to the father I want to be, I want you to be. It says he's going to take us to be perfect, just as he is perfect. Amen. But if yet we're trying to do it, we'll never be. He says, "Let me not find your own right, Let me not find righteousness among you. Let me find righteousness, the only the righteousness of Christ, and I will see by your fruits the na- the, the nature of God pouring out of you. Mm-hmm. That's how I know you are in Christ and Him crucified, and that alone. When I see any other fruits among you, summing up what Paul says, when I see any fr- other fruits among you. What little fox is lingering among you? So true. What other doctrine, what other belief, what other mindset is lingering among you that adds to the word? And that and, and, and resurrects self? What that, what what belief? And this is my prayer for us today. Um, this is I'm done with I'm done, but this is my prayer for us. And I just ask the Father right now, we all ask the Father right now, as 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 hot to destroy every little fox that spoils the vine. To destroy every little doctrine that leavens the lump. Let every doctrine, let everything that is not of God, every belief, every mindset that we have of our past, every mindset that we have from religion, every mindset that we have from any other thing that we've heard on TV, that's why TV can be dangerous because there's a lot of false prophets out there adding to the word. Let it all, let all those things be accursed in our minds. Mm -hmm. Strip it from us, God. Strip it from us. Let us be, and this is what he says in Revelations, let us be naked before you, God, so that only you can clothe us. Let us be stripped of all our garments of, of anything else that has come in by the seduction, by the, by, the, by the craftiness of man. Let us not obey something that has been made with man's hands. Let us not burn for anything else except Christ, except the Father that has made us sons through adoption. Let us burn for nothing else. Let everything else that we burn for, let everything else that comes off of our list be accursed in our life. No, thank you. Lord, Lord, reveal your Son even deeper to us so that so that the nature of God can pour out of us without even thinking about it. Where we serve God without even thinking about it. Where we're where we where we're doing all these things that you have called us to do without even without even thinking about it, without even boasting about it. Let us do things and still have a boast of God. Let us do let let us let things we let the things that we do let us know in our hearts that it's from you. Let us let our hearts burn for the works of Christ, then, now, and forever. Let it burn for. Let us be let let and this is and this is what I I don't I don't always do that. I, every time I pray, I always stop stop and then I preach again. I don't mean to do this, but I want to tell you something. You know what destroys re, the, the real zeal of God in your life? Little foxes, mm-hmm. little doctrines. They bind you up. I tell you what, if in your mind, if in your mind and at any time in, in your life you're focused on you, 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 you're missing it. You're missing it. And you need to go back and evaluate. Amen. You need you need you need if you don't think so, listen, the word says it many times, God. I shouldn't even have to. We know this here. But show yourself approved before God. Search the word and show yourself approved before God. That doesn't mean try to try to do things to say, God, hey, am I pleasing? No. It means. Obey the doctrine of Christ and, and bring the sacrifice of Jesus to show yourself approved. But if that sacrifice has any blemish, it will not be approved before God. Because I tell you this, there's going to be many people that, are in, that think they're in the doctrine of Christ and, God's, and they're going to go to God on Judgment Day and they're going to say, we cast out <coughs> demons, we cleanse the lepers, we heal the sick. He's going to say, I didn't even know you. He can only know us through Christ. He cannot know us through our own if Christ is the mediator, mediator, how can we be, the, be our own mediator? How can we know God on our... How can, these, how can the Jewish... How can, how can, you know, like the Jews... How can the Muslims... How can they think they, they don't... How can they... Say, if they say they know God, they don't. He, Jesus Christ is the only way to Him. He is the only way to know God. And anybody that is not found under the, under the doctrine of Christ will never be known by God. But I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. Those people that cast out demons, healing the sick... They're gonna come in Jesus' name. But they weren't living by his works, they were living by their own. Christ says in the gospel, in the in the book of Revelation, many times. He says, He says, He says, keep my works. And he said, and there's times where he says, when, he, when God's talking about your works being pleasing before him, he's talking about the works of Christ in you. Not the works that you do in your own mustering up, but the works of Christ in you. But that those will come as we obey, obey. See, we have, you know, I want to say something too. I saw on Facebook. <coughs> And I know I'm being kind of long, but somebody said, we have a generation of kids, of, of young kids in the Lord that are so focused on everything else but, but the doctrine of God. They search, there's, there's, there's so much on, I forgot exactly what he said, but he said there's so much on Facebook, there's so much on this and that, so much on promoting themselves, that there's so much into that that they're not into the doctrine of Christ. They're not into, they're, they, they don't, they, they research everything else but doctrine to show themselves approved before God. We need a generation that is going gonna, is gonna to devour that word. We need a generation that's gonna that's gonna come here in prayer with unrelenting zeal. We need, a, we need a generation that comes here and three nights a week ain't enough. It ain't enough. We're approaching it and we will be a part of it. But this is how. Because only the only the zeal and all those things, they only come from God. And we need to and we need to stay, we need to get in that place and cut out all the weeds. Maybe this message should have been cut cut the weeds. That's what it really should be. But if you wanna I'm done, if you wanna find a song or something. Pluck the weeds. Pluck the weeds. That sounds even better. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. You gotta get the root. Yeah, that's it. see? See? You gotta you gotta get the root. The weeds ain't enough. They're gonna grow back. You gotta You gotta Amen. maybe just get a bulldozer and just <laughs> take it all the way from the bottom and just no, by I you started you said look, the, the name. name of the message was the fruits reveal the roots. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid the weeds. <laughs> Don't fruits. Yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. Oh yeah. Well, see, there you go. Yeah. We got many weeds growing on growing in the church, and there's so, no. See so we got it. All right. Boom. All right. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we declare and decree your gospel, God. Yeah. Yes. yes. Pluck it all out, God. Pluck out all every little bit of it, every little weed. I know if I look at my driveway, I got a lot of weeds. So I need to pluck out. <laughs> if you've seen it. <clears throat> but you can't you can't use weed killer, and it grows back. Justice blood and the weed killer. Yeah. We need, we need the blood of Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. all no, what we need to do is we need to take out, we need to grab those roots and just fill the whole place with blood. Fill drown your drown the whole place with blood. That's what we need. Blood of Christ. Blood of the Lamb. Jesus. We exalt you, God. We exalt what you've done, God. We exalt your work in us, God. We exalt every movement of the Holy Spirit in us through you, God. We have the Holy Spirit because of you, God. And only because of Christ. Nothing else, God. Only are we baptized because of Christ, God. Only are we baptized in fire because of Christ. The fire that burns out everything that is not of Him. And we won't relent, God. We won't relent until we come to that day where Christ is, is walking in us and we're not and we're not even alive anymore. We're just enjoying it. Jesus, bring your, bring your mercy, God. Reveal everything, Lord, that is not lined up with you, that is not lined up with your doctrines, with your, with your word, that is not lined up, God, that is not sound to you, God. Jesus, shekara massaturu massu kromosotamashike